Let me hear your knowledge. Talk about things. Let me hear it. One of the number one songs at Christmas was Physical. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was that was number one for I think ten weeks. Yeah. Back in 1981. And one of those days was Christmas. Yeah. Let's get trivial, trivial. I wanna get trivial. Let's get into trivia. Hey everybody, welcome to the Quiz Fix Podcast. My name is Paul. My name is Monica. And I'm going to do a little stretch back now for my coffee. Oh, there it is. Look at that reach. Ah, there it is. How you doing? Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful, wet Seattle Sunday afternoon. It is gray. And, and uh, it's about to be dark in 20 minutes, probably. Yeah. So, hello everybody. <laughs> welcome to the Joy of Trivia. With Monica and Paul. Um, we uh, have a lot to talk about today because somebody's special day is coming up this Thursday. Is it Murder Face? It's not Murder Face. Murder Face's a special day is every day. Yeah, she thinks that. <laughs> no, Monica, you're going to be older on Thursday. Yep. Happy almost birthday to you. Thanks. And if you are listening to this on Thursday, happy birthday to you. <laughs> You're not listening to this on Thursday. You never do you ever listen to like whole podcasts or do you just kind of like I do, yeah. listen to like the first couple of minutes and be like, I'm good. The sometimes when I'm listening there is like, oh, I remember where I get this question wrong. Fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, and we'll get to uh more birthday wishes in a moment. We did have an email, a correction. From uh, our uh, Jessica Barr, who plays locally here. Hey, hey Jessica, thanks for writing in. Uh, it says, uh, hey, y'all. Love that. This is Jessica again, listening to episode 85, and you guys mentioned Adam Lambert winning American Idol. Trivia time, he actually came in second that season. And um, I make that mistake with a lot of those American Idol folks. Well, it's because the top two always end up making albums right so well, who remembers which one actually won well and here's the other things like the winner was someone was someone named chris allen exactly i do not remember that at all i think that was in that phase where a lot of it was a lot of like guitar playing dudes oh winning. he was one of those yeah dudes. he was one of those he guys. probably made one album and everybody was like yeah, we did this like 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out of here. <laughs> it was called James Taylor. It was nice then, and we don't need another one. <laughs> uh, another piece of trivia, she says, Adam Lambert actually had a cameo in the Bohemian Rhapsody movie, which makes sense because he sang with Queen for a while. He's, I think he's touring yeah. with them now. Is he touring he? with them now? I think so. I didn't know that he was still doing that, but he's perfect I for saw that. a commercial or something. He's got that big range voice. He can be sort of operatic like Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. was. So it makes a lot of sense. Well, and so she ends up love the podcast, which is really the only part I should have read. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Thank you for the correction. And uh, keep listening because we'll keep making mistakes and you can keep correcting them. Oh, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this right now. Do you have a Habs update for us? No. Okay, good. <laughs> then let's get right into the podcast. You ready? Ready. Let's do it. Let 
Now it is time for the lightning round. You are correct, it is. We're going to ask each other questions. Yes, we are. Uh, uh, Yes, we are. What is your round for me this week? 35. 35? Mm -hmm. The number 35? Yes. I love the randomness of that. It's not random. Oh, it's not random. That's what birthday it is. Oh! Wow, 35. 35. How's that feel? It's all right. I got five more years of dyeing my hair, and then I'm going to let it go gray. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. There has to be a moment where you're just like, and fuck it. (laughs) I feel like having gray hair at 40 makes more sense than having gray hair in your 30s. Sure. I have a round for you, by the way. What is it? What is well, it? I couldn't. I couldn't decide. I wanted to write a Monica round, but I've written a Monica round for you, and I figured I was just going to repeat things that you already know about Monicas. And then I was like, well, maybe I need to do a Christmas round because this is going to be right before Christmas, and people are thinking about it. So then I combined the two, and I'm writing a round about the the California city Santa Monica. Oh, okay. Yes. So that's what you're. So we could not have a weirder. Two topics to go up against. Santa Monica and 35. And these are going to end up in your quizzes out there, you people. So, because we already wrote them and we're going to put them in somehow. 35 times. 35 times. (laughs) Do you want to go first or second? I'll go first. All right. Here we go with the lightning round. Question one. Who was the 35th president? Oh, man. Some people do really well at these presidential things, and I applaud you, and I am not one of them. Me neither. All right. So we're currently on 45. I do know that. So now we just have to go backwards. Obama, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Reagan. So Reagan must have been 40. Carter, Ford, Nixon, Johnson. Is it Kennedy? Yes. Yay! <laughs> After I got to Nixon, I started to doubt my, my counting. Because math is another thing I'm not really good at. So, good. Good. <laughs> your two favorite subjects, math and, and president. Presidential math. All right, here's your first one. It's a multiple choice. Now available in malls everywhere. What food company first opened at the Santa Monica Pier in 1945? Your choices are Hot Dog on a Stick, Orange Julius, or Auntie Anne's Pretzels. I'm going to choose between the pretzels and the orange. Okay. What's your reasoning here? Talk it through for the podcast listeners. Because I've never seen hot dog on a stick at a mall. Oh, really? Okay. So it's probably not. I feel like the orange thing might have been later than the 40s. I'm going to go with the pretzels. It's hot dog on a stick. Sorry. What the hell is that? <laughs> well, they put a hot dog. It's like a corn dog, but they put it on a stick. Corn dog's on a stick? Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't have the corn? I I, I don't know. I've never eaten at a hot dog on a stick. Is but... that the name of the restaurant? Yes. Oh. Yes. I thought it was just a night. <laughs> well, it is. It is It is, and it is. <laughs> okay. I've it... never heard of that. Yeah. I think in, uh, in Arrested Development, the frozen banana stand was 
somehow uh, inspired by hot dog on a stick because they always used to have them in these little booths and it would just be like that's the only thing that they serve oh, sort of thing. I've I could never be even heard of that. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, naturally occurring and composed of mostly calcium carbonate. What is the traditional gift for the 35th wedding anniversary? What was the beginning of that? Naturally occurring naturally and, occurring. and composed of mostly calcium carbonate. Is it is it quartz? No. No. It's coral. 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 Another more things I'm not good at. So that's the Rocks. traditional gift. And the modern one is jade, I think. Hmm. Well, diamond is 50 then? Because for a second I thought diamond was 25, and then I thought, what are they doing? No, 25 is silver. Silver. That's still better than coral. Maybe I just don't know the value of coral. Um, apparently there's different types. Sure. And the most valuable coral is called... Blood coral. Blood coral. Isn't that scary? <laughs> you just work that in so you could drop a little vampire <laughs> trivia just knowledge. Just came on up that. with it right now. Yeah, right. Uh, question number two. <laughs> <laughs> a sign on that guy has gotten more. <laughs> I mean, his little vampire ears must be burning out there because he just... was at the trivia last week. Was he there? Yeah. I didn't recognize him. He has a his... mustache. Oh, that's probably why. I wonder if it's a fake mustache so that these throngs of fans don't notice him. <laughs> well, it didn't work. <laughs> I recognized him. Uh, number two for you. A sign on the Santa Monica Pier marks the end spot of the legendary Route 66. What city did Route 66 start in? Oh. It went all the way across the country, right? Went to the Midwest. Oh. It went all the way to the Midwest, right? <laughs> yes, it did. Did it start? Did it start in St. Louis? No, I'm sorry. It started in Chicago, um, and I have now I have seen both ends of Route 66 because oh they have little plaques. God. But I've always wanted to drive it and see all the little dead roadside stuff. Does anybody drive it anymore? Well, I'm, I think people do just out of out of curiosity, and I think there's still some things along the way that are kind of retro and and you know throwback sort of restaurants and stores Is there like and things a like that. Mystery spot. I've always wanted to see one of those. A mystery spot. Yeah, you know, it's like a tourist trap. Sure. Have you ever seen one? No. Me neither. If I see that on the side of the road, I see signs as mystery spot. I keep driving. <laughs> Why? I've seen that Simpsons episode. Oh, yeah. Where the baseball player falls mm-hmm. down. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Not for me. <laughs> I love that episode. <laughs> we'll talk some Simpsons in a little bit. Number three. What 2008 NBA Rookie of the Year wears a number 35 jersey? That is Kevin Durant. That's right. When he played for the Seattle Supersonics. So sad. Oh, so I sad. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they moved to Oklahoma City, and now he plays for the Warriors, and he's one of the best players in the league. And he used to be a Sonic. <sighs> the Hedgehog. <laughs> that would have been a good name for him, the Hedgehog. <laughs> Question number three. 
But Action Star opened the German-themed restaurant Schatzi in 1991 and regularly attended their monthly cigar night dinners. Is it the Schwarzenegger? It is the Schwarzenegger. He's not even German, is he? No, I think he's Austrian. Um, but uh, yeah, Schatzi I think means darling or dear in uh, in German, so you can call your call somebody sh- your Schatzi if you if you're so uh, so inclined. Okay. Um, cigar night dinner. Have you ever smoked a cigar? Yes. And? I don't like it. Yeah. Did you try to inhale? Was it a bad experience, or was no. it just like, eh? I, I knew I, I wasn't really supposed to. Yeah. And then I did like a little tiny inhale just to see what it was like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just to see what danger would uh, befall you. Yeah, I like to walk on the edge. I know about that. I know about <laughs> yeah, I don't like them, though. I had a roommate who worked at a cigar shop. Oh, yeah. The only thing I've ever liked in that sort of realm was a pipe. My uncle used to smoke a pipe, uh, and he always had this kind of like apple tobacco kind of mix, and it always smelled so good. Uh, So I went through a, when I was trying to quit smoking, I went through a a brief pipe phase. (laughs) That was your like quitting uh, well, my quitting was almost dying in a hospital, but <laughs> but uh, in which between, actually works before. a lot better than a pipe. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get that apple aromatic. <laughs> Do you inhale the pipe smoke? No, it's the same sort of deal. You just oh, kind okay. of hold it in your mouth and blow it out. But uh, it was kind of it was kind of fun process to put the stuff in the thing and light oh, the thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, number four. European shoe size 35 is equal to what women's shoe size in the U.S.? Six. No, it is four. Mm. Little tiny baby feet. Little baby feet. You know why I said six? No. It was the first number I came up with and there was no way I was going to get it by thinking. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Sometimes you just like, I'm just going to, six appeared in my head, I'm going with six. There was no other way to figure it out. No. No, No math way to figure that out. Uh, question number four. Although the 2017 movie based on it was filmed in Florida, what 1989 TV show was shot mostly on Santa Monica Bay? What was the year? Uh, 2017 for the movie version. 1989 was the first year the TV show came out. Mm, I don't know. Is it like 90210? No, because that's not set there. I don't know. Uh, it was Baywatch. Oh, Baywatch. They did make a movie. They made a really, I heard, very terrible movie with The Rock and Zac Efron, I want to say. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you watch Baywatch? No. Yeah, neither did I. I've seen like snips online and that's about it. And it was like slow motion running. Sure. Pamela Anderson, Carmen Electra. Right. David, David Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> he is so gross. I bet with a name like Hasselhoff, he ended up at Shotzi. I every bet once he in a did. While. I, I bet, bet he, he smoked was... cigars with Schwarzenegger. Oh, if he didn't, we're starting that rumor now. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> Jessica's going to write in and correct us, but <laughs> Jessica probably does. Please knows. do. <laughs> Last one. 
What short-lived sitcom in 2011 starred Jessica Walter and was the second original scripted series for the TV Land Network? Wow, short-lived. I'm guessing the, the number 35 is somewhere in there. That's a good guess. Yeah, was it called 35 and Over? No, nah. it was called Retired at 35. 35. Wow. <laughs> Never heard of that. Me neither. <laughs> Although, if, if Jessica Walter's in it, I'll take a, I'll watch an, an episode. Yeah. She's always funny. I like her. Yeah. All right, your last question, number five. What band changed its name from Hybrid Theory to pay homage to a public outdoor space in Santa Monica? Did you say when they changed their name? Or just well, the it? the first album came out in 2000, I believe. So it would have been right before that. Is it like 311? It is not. It is Lincoln Park. Oh. Yeah, they were called Hybrid Theory. They changed their name. There was used to be a Lincoln Park in Santa Monica. They changed their name and then they misspelled it. Because that was the way they could get the URL. Because the Lincoln... That's the only reason it's spelled I that way. Uh, and Why couldn't you have asked me about Cheryl Crow? Oh, I almost did. All you want to do is have, have some fun. The only one. <laughs> you weren't a Lincoln Park fan? I was. Yeah. I liked them, but I didn't know the names of their albums. Mm. I rolled the dice on that one, and for that, I'm sorry. Also, I'm dumb. <laughs> but but you're also older, and that makes <laughs> up for it. <laughs> Not only are you dumb, but wait, you're also older. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> hey, you know what? I just turned 50, so screw everybody. <laughs> All right. Let's see how we did. You got one. One. You got two. Oh, it was rough for both of us. <laughs> yes, rough for both was. of us. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right. That is your lightning round. It is now time for your game prep. Ready? Ready. December 17th, 1989, The Simpsons make their debut as their own TV show with a Christmas theme a Christmas themed special called Simpsons Roasting on an Open Fire. In this episode, Homer takes a job as a mall Santa after not receiving a Christmas bonus from Mr. Boynes. The episode is notable not only for being the first full-length Simpsons show, but also introduces several running jokes. Homer's hatred for Marge's sisters, Patty and Selma, and his neighbor, Ned Flanders. Mr. Burns' stinginess and Smithers' dedication to him. Barney Gumble's drunkenness and the origins of the Simpsons' pet, Snowball 2, 
and Santa's little helper. I had forgotten that that's where Santa's little helper I came from. I did not from. forget that. Yeah. And they get him at the Greyhound track. Right, at the very end of the thing. Mm-hmm. And I also forgot that in the letter that Marge is writing at the beginning of it, the little Christmas letter, she mentions that Snowball had passed away and they had gotten Snowball too. Oh. So both both pets get mentioned there. That sounds like a two-pointed question maybe coming down the pike for you people playing out there. December 18th, 1892, The Nutcracker. (laughs) (laughs) It's funner to say it that way. December 18th, 1982, The Nutcracker, the ballet version of the story The Nutcracker and the Mouse King, (laughs) makes its premiere in St. Petersburg, Russia. Composed by Tchaikovsky and choreographed by Marius Petipa, the original production was not a success. It wasn't until a successful Christmas Eve production by the San Francisco Ballet in 1944 that it became a holiday staple. Most current productions are inspired by the New York City Ballet version first staged in 1954 and choreographed by George Balanchine. Yeah. That's, I said it. You did. <laughs> George Balanchine. Yeah, that's the one that most most places, uh, they base theirs on that. Like as far as costumes? Costumes go? and just the overall movements. And I think some of the choreography is, is the same too. I think every, every major ballet company wants to put their own little stamp on it. Mm-hmm. But I think they use a lot of the same Balanchine moves. In 1979, Seattle's Pacific Northwest Ballet teamed up with author and illustrator Maury Sendak to create a unique staging of The Nutcracker, <laughs> a production that ran for 31 years. Yeah, in 2014, they decided to abandon the Sendak, uh, all the stuff that he brought to it, the costumes. and Just in and, time for me to not see it. Yeah, sorry. It was, I saw it only once, which is terrible because i've lived here for so long but only (laughs) saw it once in like 92 or something like that and it's pretty incredible the marie sendak stuff is really great and now you can get marie sendak after uh after that came out he put out a book where he illustrated the original nutcracker story okay so uh so it's, it's out there and they did a film version of it i don't think it was very good but they filmed the pacific northwest ballet doing it with the sendak costumes and staging and everything well i guess i can look that up yeah 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 also i can watch it in my pajamas <laughs> where where all your wild things are <laughs> all right next that was that i didn't mean that and it came out weird it came out weird yeah we'll, next. we'll, we'll leave that somewhere december 19th 1843 a christmas carol by charles dickens <laughs> I didn't know if that was going to be funner to say that way, but it turned out to be a lot funner. A lot more fun. Dickens is first published. (laughs) Subtitled A Ghost Story for Christmas, the novella follows miserly Ebenezer Scrooge's encounters with four ghosts who show him the errors of his life and teach him to embrace the Christmas season. In his first novel, The Pickwick Papers, Dickens includes a story about goblins who kidnap a gravedigger and changes feelings about Christmas. 
It's considered Dickens' first attempt at the story that would eventually become A Christmas Carol. Yeah, I didn't know that. He had a he he kind of he kind of uh, workshopped it early on. Kind of floated that out there. I guess the goblins kidnap him and they do the same thing where they show him the past and the future and the present and all that sort of stuff. It sounds like the same story except goblins. Goblin-y. If you had to choose between goblins and ghosts, and you do, they should have done goblins, but it was like a Halloween story, uh, which they totally had in England. Some in nine, 1843. And some of the stuff I was reading today in Victorian England, Victorian England, Christmas kind of made a comeback. It had kind of gone away for a while. The children, the goblins, <laughs> <laughs> the goblins are outside. Um, but yeah, there was somewhere in Victorian England time, they kind of brought Christmas back. They started doing the trees again. They started doing the caroling again that, you know, that's probably your figgy pudding times and stuff like that. So Dickens was kind of on, sorry, Dickens was kind of on <laughs> the cusp, like the leading edge of, uh, Christmas stories oh. and somewhere in there also Christmas became a there was ghosts involved in a lot of those stories. I haven't quite figured out, but the lyrics to it's the most wonderful time of the year. Talk about, uh, telling people scary ghost stories. Oh yeah. And it's, I've always listened to that. And it's like ghost stories. That, no one tells ghost stories at Christmas except for a Christmas Carol. But I guess that Is was it a trend. Of the Holy ghost? I think so. I think there's something <laughs> about that that goes into that. And I think it's also like, just that sort of era of Christmas for a lot of people is kind of this era of this uh, season of redemption and and trying to be better for people and things like that mm. for for some of us. For me, it's about presents. <laughs> Will your present make me a better person? I hope so. <laughs> and finally, Wait, this... I didn't say the last. Oh, thing. oh, please do. I never. I did never said and finally. The list of actors who have played Scrooge is long. Some notable folks include Orson Welles, Albert Finney, Bill Murray, Michael Caine, Patrick Stewart, and Jim Carrey. Some oddball versions include Matthew McConaughey in Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. <laughs> 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 Tori Spelling in the Hallmark movie A Carol Christmas. And Michael Gambon, Dumbledore, he plays a Scrooge-like character in the Doctor Who version of the story. Yeah, they don't they don't name him Scrooge, but he's definitely the the episode is called the Christmas Carol. But uh, I I don't know if which they had to Doctor it. was it. Uh this is two thousand and ten. So so I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, the. Uh, the Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, what made you laugh about that? I just never heard of that before. I think Jennifer Garner's in it. Emma Stone. Um it's a it's he he plays a guy who's like got a girlfriend and then he doesn't want to commit to her. He wants to be like, you know, a guy. And then <laughs> and then like somebody who was like a mentor of his catting ways. I wanna say it was Michael Douglas. He's the first ghost. And he comes back and says, you'll be visited by three girlfriends of past and they'll come and tell you the air of your ways. I think the first one's Emma Stone. And she's like in braces and pigtails and it's a strange movie. 
That sounds like Matthew McConaughey dating a girl in braces and pink tops. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Wasn't he the guy in that movie? Who's like, oh yeah, who keep getting older, but the <laughs> high school girls always stay the same age. Ridda do do. No, it, he says he says the all right thing. Right? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he is the all right, all right guy. There. All right, That's, all right. Really good impression. <laughs> All right, now, December 20th. Happy birthday, Monica. Yay. Some other less important people who share your birthday. <laughs> Actor Jonah Hill. The same the birthday. The same day. Mm-hmm. American Idol winner David Cook. And I looked it up. He did win. <laughs> oh, I'm ner- I'm getting nervous now. I don't remember him. I think he was in that same same category of the guitar playing. Oh, now I'm going to get letters. But I think he was the same guitar playing sort of dude guy who sang. Okay. Law and Order creator Dick Wolf and classic film actress Irene Dunn. Am I missing somebody that you know of that ha- shares your birthday? No, there's not a whole lot of famous people with my birthday. Yeah, some some have loads and some have a few. But I, Jonah Hill, same day. My same day birthday is a guy is Brendan Fraser. That's right. Same year, same day. I'll take a I'll take a Jonah Hill. I'll take a Jonah Hill to go, please. <laughs> All right, everybody, that is your game prep. It is now time for the audio round challenge. And in this uh, audio round challenge, we went back to the years. We went back to the days of December 25th. And we found the songs that were hits in that time. The rule was no Christmas songs. Yeah, because uh, you're not a fan. Not very much. Yeah. And this is your birthday week, so we want to make you happy. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Birthday carols, not Christmas carols. <laughs> um, all right. So, and then we talked about, I'm going to do for Monica more recent songs. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she picked for me some older songs. Is that what happened? Yes. Good. Uh, 1989 and before. Yes. 90, 90 was kind of our... Our, uh, our our year, our dividing year. Uh, would you like to play yours first or second? I will play second. Okay. Here we go. Play along at home. Here's your first song. It's not... The Katy Perry. That is the Katy Perry. I hear that song in Target. I think it's called Firework. That is right. Yes. Well done. Baby, use a firework. <laughs> you, use, use, is that Y-O-U-S-E or is it U-S-E? Like, baby, use a firework. <laughs> use 
Just How do I one. open this can? Use baby, a, use, use a, a firework. <laughs> How do I light my cigarette, baby? <laughs> use a firework. <laughs> that off. song is good to be on to also. Because she goes something like, make them go meow, meow, <laughs> meow. <laughs> I've yet to sing a, see you sing a song where you just couldn't work the meows in. Somewhere. I've sang songs where I didn't meow before. Yeah. I don't usually meow when I sing second that emotion. That's true. That is that true. That song is perfect the way it is. Second that emotion. <laughs> and now you will. And now I will. <laughs> All right. Number one for you. And I've heard that song too. Yeah. Um, meow. <laughs> meow. I, oh God. Oh no. Is it the Dave Clark Five? Yes. But it's not their biggest hit, Glad All Over. It's something else that I'm not going to remember the name of. No, I'm not going to come up with the name of it. It's over and over. Over and over. I said over and over oh, and over right. again. Right. So apparently they can only write songs with the word over in the title. <laughs> Dave Clark was the singer. He was also the drummer. Oh, and I that love was that. the kind of the, the tip off. The drums are very high in that mix. And it's like, if you're the singer and the drummer, you're like, oh, my voice has got to be up there. Oh, and I want to hear my drums, too. <laughs> All right, here Everybody it. else, be quiet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shush. <laughs> Shush it. All right, here's your next song. We got a world premiere right here, not get lost. So, so. so don't change the diesel. Turn it up a little. I got a living room full of fine dime bristles. Waiting on the pistol, the dizzle, and the shizzle. G's to the bizzack. Now, ladies, here we go. Oh, it's definitely Snoop Dogg. Yeah, it couldn't be anybody else. <sighs> What's the name of the song? Oh, is it Drop It Like It's Hot? It's Drop It Like It's Hot. hot? <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Well done. You said to get into that Snoop Dogg mind- mindset for a moment. Well, I had to remember the chorus, basically. Drop It Like It's Hot. Yes. Good job. I'm winning. You are winning. So far, you're winning. <laughs> okay, here's your next one. I have a feeling you're going to get all the other ones. Okay, I'll take it. I ride my bike, I roller skate, don't drive no car. Don't go too fast, but I go pretty far. For somebody who don't drive, I've been all around the world. Uh, the song is called Brand New Key, mm-hmm. and it's by Melanie. Yes. Yeah. It is a popular karaoke song. Yeah. Well, and I remember reading about it being about sex, and I've still never quite cracked the code of exactly, I mean, I, I've got a brand new roller skates, so you've got a brand new key. I've never quite figured out what that was. See, I thought... Explain it to me. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I thought like old roller skates used to take them off with a key. Right. So 
you can take off my roller skates? I don't know. I don't know. If somebody can explain <laughs> how this is a uh, some sort of uh, uh, coded uh, language for sex, please write in um, as soon as possible. I think it's just kind of cute. It's a cute song. It is. Um, here we go. Question number three. I don't know if this is cute. I can't forget the day we left. Time is so unkind. And life is so cruel without you here beside me. Don't break. No, unbreak. Unbreak my heart. That's right. <laughs> oh, I saved myself. Yeah. Tony Braxton? Tony Braxton is right. Look at you. Oh, my gosh. Killing it. Uh, there's a really funny episode of the Judge John Hodgman podcast where someone writes in and they wanted to use the word unbreak in a in a game of Scrabble. Mm-hmm. And the uh, their player wouldn't take it and they couldn't find the dictionary. But since Tony Braxton had sang it in a song that it was uh, should have been allowed <laughs> in Judge John Hodgman, he said no. no. He said no. Uh, no. There's the rules of Scrabble tell you yeah. where you can find the words. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh I only play words with friends, so it doesn't let you play words that aren't accepted. Right. Well, Scrabble does a thing where if you play it if you're playing it live, you pick a dictionary to use. Right. So one of the one of the variations that I still want to try out and never done it is play with the urban dictionary. And if it's in the Urban Dictionary, you can use it as a word. Oh wow! Yeah that that would open up some 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 uh, arguments. Do you do a lot of challenging when you play? I don't, but I, I have played where the challenges were a part of it. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I played with my parents, and it was more of a friendly game. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I've played with the challenges. I heard that uh, your family didn't play with you anymore. Uh, <laughs> Trivial Pursuit. Oh, okay. No one, no people stopped playing that with me when I was, <laughs> when I was a kid. You can play those versions now because there's lots of stuff that I've forgotten now. But uh, did I tell you we got a new Trivial Pursuit game? Ooh. I thought I did. It has like the three levels. Oh, you tell me about easy, this. Medium and hard questions. All right. So you want to roll low, so you right. get the easier questions. But then sometimes, like, you'll get. The easy one, it's like, that's not easy. Right. And then somebody will get a hard one and it's like super obvious. Yeah. That was, the answer was practically in the question. How was that hard? We should record an episode where we play that game and we can test it out. That would be fun. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's okay. do that in January. We'll, we'll, do, we'll sit around and we'll play, we'll get some beer and we'll play the game and, and Maybe we'll Maybe we that. can do that for the first of the month. Oh, podcast. that might be fun. That could and be our new thing. Scores. Oh, I love it. Yay. Yep, that's what we're doing. Guys, guys, <laughs> we just had a business podcast meeting on microphone Genius. and figured out some things. <laughs> and now I can't remember whose turn it is. I think it's uh, your, your turn to play. Right, I just got Tony Braxton. You sure did. Unbreak. Oh, I almost screwed that up. That was so close. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Number three. You know, 
I wouldn't t- tease Puka like that because I hear she's a man eater. <laughs> that song is about her. Uh, that's Hall and Oats. Correct. Yeah. Oh my God. Listen to that song all the time in the 80s. Yeah. That's I figured a, I didn't even need any words. It's in a there. crazy, yeah. That, that saxophone, there's some, especially in the 80s, there are some songs that you can identify just from the saxophone so, mm-hmm. solo. They're just so iconic. Um, all right. Well, here is your next song. Don't weep, don't die. Yes, we multiply. Anyone press will hear the ballet sing. Act like you know, recall. I know what both. <laughs> I've heard that song a million times. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea. <laughs> I'll just tell you, it's not called Word em Up. <laughs> is that what they say? <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. That's always, I always heard it. <laughs> Word them up. Does it have the word gangster in it? It doesn't. Oh, okay. Then I am yeah. like, yeah. Uh, this song is called Here Comes the Hot Stepper. What? <laughs> and Well, if you like that, the artist is Eni Kamozi. <sighs> okay. Na, 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 na. Well, na, na, na. everybody's heard that song. Yeah. That is one of those where it's like everybody's heard it and nobody knows A, what it's called, or B, who did it. No. Yeah. So store that one in your. Uh, I've already forgotten it. <laughs> Here comes hot the hot stepper. Stepper. Eni Kamozi. Eni Kamozi. Yeah. All hey, right. Who did that song? Eni Kamozi. <laughs> You're so good. You got it now. You'll never forget it. Here comes a hot stepper. Word him up. I'm a hot stepper. <laughs> Word him up still. Still hot stepping. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. All right, that is Say, 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 mm-hmm. and that's Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney. Yes. Their second duet, and I believe the more successful of the two. That the- was the number one song the day I was born. That was? Yes. <laughs> you know what? It's it's a cheesy little song, but there you could have it's you could better do worse. than the other one they did. Yeah, The Girl Is Mine. Yeah. Yeah. The dog, the doggone girl is mine. The doggone girl. <laughs> they're fighting over a girl, but I feel like they're the ones that are going to hook up. <laughs> like, don't you think? The doggone girl is mine. You can have her. You can't. T- I can't remember what it is. There's it's like terrible. weird. There's some weird stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. I think. Are we down to your last one? I can't remember. Yes. Now. Y- Let's yes. see what this is. I don't remember <laughs> that rap break at all in that song. <laughs> well, the other person was Michael Jackson. Yes. That's so funny. And what is that song called? Is it the two words or is it longer? It's three words long. 
Black or white? That is right. Black or white. I didn't know if it was doesn't matter or was yeah, part yeah. of that. Well, and be careful out there because I've seen that happen with people where they put black and white. No, it's yeah. or. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't matter, matter if, if you're black or white. It doesn't matter if, if you're, you're black, black and, and white. white. There's, there's a Star Trek episode about that. Yeah. Did you, do you know about this one? I don't. It's from the original series. And they find this alien who's like half black and half white. Like on, like divided in, in the middle. Mm-hmm. And I mean like actually black and white. Like paint. Not like. Oh, gotcha. Not like dark and light skinned. But like black and white. So they find this alien. He's like running from people of... <laughs> I don't know, some other alien race or something. <laughs> right. And he's like sanctuary. And then they like find him and they're going to arrest him. And they're also black and white. Oh. And they're like, what is the problem? And they're like, look at him. He's a freak. And then you realize that it's because the black side is on the other side of his body oh. than them. And it's this whole thing about race. That almost sounds like, like a Dr. Seuss book. I, I mean, basically, like the, the star-bellied sneeches. Exactly yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if you've watched this music video anytime recently, but I record. I had to watch the video. It starts with Macaulay Conkin. Yeah. And George Went. I remember it. And then he plays a guitar chord really loud, and George Went goes through the roof, and then lands in Africa. And then Michael and Jackson dance. is dancing, mm-hmm. and it takes a long time before anybody ever sings anything. That's and, most of Michael Jackson's videos. And then it takes a long time. <laughs> and then Macaulay Conkin does the rap, although he just lip syncs the rap. Right. Somebody else is doing yes. the rap, but yeah, um, that was huge when I was a kid. And then there was the big ending, which they cut out of a lot of stuff. Well, there was the Morphe ending with the faces morphing. Right. And then the one they cut out was the one where he was like, he turned into a Black Panther and then smashed some cars and grabbed his crotch. I remember and that. And then ends with Bart Simpson. <laughs> I mean, it's 11 minutes long it's- and it's fascinating. Just like he, Michael Jackson is at that point where he's just like, I'm throwing in every idea that I have. That is like... The early mid nineties, yeah, all in one video. Yeah, you got yeah. Michael Jackson, you got Bart Simpson, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, and and the fabulous George Went. Who was that? He was the Norm on Cheers. Oh, okay. Yeah, he plays Macaulay Culkin's dad. He does. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. How did we do? Wait, you have one more. Oh, then how am I going to do? You'll get it. Okay. Good. <laughs> she calls out to the man on the street he can see she's been crying she's got blisters on the soles of it's funny because before we decided to divide up the years i picked this one out as i was going to do for your for your five, of course. So, but I, but uh, you would have known. It's it Phil anything. Collins, and it's another day in paradise. Yes. Yes, his uh, his like uh, socially conscious awareness song. I didn't listen to the words. Yeah, something about a woman with blisters on her feet, but she's still trying to walk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Hey, let me uh, let me give you a lift." 
to my bedroom. No, it's not a sexy song like that. Oh. I mean, it's Phil Collins, so it's naturally sexy. <laughs> oh, yes. Because when I think of sexual <laughs> beings, I think Actually, Phil Collins. Actually, most of his songs are like kind of breakup songs. Lots of breakup songs. Yeah. Yeah. Because people were constantly dumping them. <laughs> just like like, just getting dumped left and right it's like guess i'll go write another song actually i heard an interview with him where he was talking about writing a breakup song and basically like when he started his solo career he was going through this really terrible divorce or something so Mm. that influenced like almost his whole solo career because it would have been really different if he was happy. Sure. Sure. So wow. Maybe it wouldn't have been as good. I hope you're happy now, Mr. Collins. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy now. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds different when you, when you do it that way, doesn't it? Yes. All right. How did we do? So I got eight, nice. which is really good for That's me. That's amazing. And you, of course, had to get nine. Now, of course, <laughs> let's ask you, which is the one you missed? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here comes the hot stepper. Yeah, it, it's ER, so you can say stepper. Stepper. Hot stepper. That makes it sound more like country. Okay. Whatever. Here's the hot stepper. Word him up. Um, Remember the artist? Ina Kabuzi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Now and forever, <laughs> Ina Kabuzi. That's like when uh, Tra- John Travolta was uh, was. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, the, when he mispronounced. Um, I don't even know like, his name. It like was. Ina Zmeld. It's like just like like. Well, the difference is yeah. I don't have it written in front of my face. Right, right. That's for <laughs> what sure. is it actually. Uh oh, the Eni uh, Kamozi. Oh, <laughs> Kabuzi is great though. I love Kabuzi. <laughs> I love the Kabuzi. Oh, I'm getting older. <laughs> <laughs> that made me cry. <laughs> all right, before we uh, get out of here, uh, first of all. We're probably going to have a little mini episode next week, so check your feed. And if there isn't a mini episode next week, then Merry Christmas to everybody <laughs> and Happy Holidays. And then we definitely won't have one on uh, New Year's Eve. Um, but December 30th at the Skylark is our office trivia night. If you're big fans of the show, The Office, you know a lot of stuff, come and play for cash. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hey. And also our tournament starts January 7th. Tournament time's coming up quick. Uh, and where are you hosting this week? Tuesday at Fitzgerald's in Ballard. Now, Tuesday, this Tuesday is a special day at Fitzgerald's. They're doing some extra oh, yes. special stuff. They're doing a toiletries and donations drive. This is a great idea. For Mary's Place. Yes. So you can bring in... Toiletries, and they also accept, um, like s- slightly used shampoo, like that kind of thing. Like, okay. if you have like a mostly full bottle of shampoo, you can bring it in. Gotcha. 
And they also accept cash donations and... Uh, they're doing a beer special. Yeah. Hales Pale right. special for $4. That's pretty good. Also, those uh, donations, they're accepted at Fitzgerald's and two other bars on 24th, Olaf's and Stepping Stone. Right. Until the 21st. So, if you can't make it out this Tuesday, well, first of all, make it out this Tuesday. But if you can't, try to get into one of those places and donate. It's always nice to do something like that around the holidays. Uh, and it's going to a very good cause. Um, and besides that happening, we got Mondays at the Skylark in West Seattle. It's the last Monday of the year. So, come to that. It's also the last Tuesdays for this year as well. So another reason to come out on Tuesday. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. So this will be the last Tuesday at the Crown Bar in Tacoma as well for uh, 2018. And then we still got Wednesdays at the Berliner in uh, uh, Renton and Thursdays at the local 907 in Renton. It's the last Tuesday of the month or of the year for Cat at Bison Creek Pizza. So go visit her. And then Tuesdays and Thursdays, in Wallingford at Murphy's. Go and play some quiz before Christmas time. And if you win a certificate, maybe you can just put that in somebody's stocking. Just say, here. Oh, Here's your yeah. present. You don't even have to buy them anything. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, all right. Well, thank you very much for listening and downloading. And Merry Holidays to everybody out there. And we will talk at you very, very soon. Bye. Let's get you.